These are not the tales of heroes. These are tales of reavers and cut purses, of heathen slayers and tight-lipped warlocks guarding long-dead secrets. These are tales of gold and glory, won with sorcery and sword, where a moment's hesitation is all that separates the victorious from the dead. These are tales from the fallen empire, an age when chaos seethed in the shadows and dragons began to stir in their ages-long sleep. These are tales of high adventure. These are Mighty Deeds. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mighty Deeds, a podcast of high adventure. This episode represents the fifth half of our funnel adventure through the original I-6, Castle Ravenloft. Once again, this episode is from a session when our recording equipment was not working properly, so you'll have to forgive the audio. We've tried our best to clean it up so you can understand what's happening. As our story opens, the characters are in the deepest levels beneath the castle, in an old torture room flooded with murky water. As rotting zombies spring to life all around them, the villagers of Barovia prepare themselves again for battle. Allow me to show you the illustration from the original Ravenloft module that they're trying to base this off of from the 1980s. There you go. All right, Carl, your characters get to react first. What do they do? Um, Run like crap. Is there a door that we came through or just a hallway? There's like an opening. Yeah, there's like a... Okay. But there's nothing to close, so we can get close no. the door and go wrong room. No, you can't, can't close the door. Wrong room. That's My bad. Wrong room. Well, we already entered. They're attacking us regardless, right? Yeah, like, actually, yeah, the doorway is back here because... I guess Astrid's gonna approach that one on the my left and attack it. Okay. With a hand axe. Until you've heard talking to me. So uh, 19. 19 hits. Yeah, I was... I don't Three. know what I got to do here. Okay, so this one's hurt, but he's still up. What do the rest of your characters do? Um, and I think that... Uh, Irina would probably shoot step to the side and shoot a crossbow. Got it? Hit. 19. Nice. Well, actually, 21. 21. <laughs> Crank that down to one. Okay. And then uh, Ar- uh, Algernon's going to attempt to hit him, too. Can't... With what? He's going to attempt to hit him with this club. Is okay, he can, there's no way he can get up there. You guys are in three feet of water. And he's only three feet tall. I mean, everybody else has got like half movement. Well, he doesn't have Who was carrying him? Well. He was on the pony. Well, Irina was carrying him. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. he was on the pony. That's right. Okay. Because we had to argue. If he had something to throw. So he'll just stand next to Irina. He can make it to that far, can't he? But he'll. Oh. Like, literally, he'll have to swim. He will drown him. Okay. Does he, have, does he have a weapon to throw? Dagger? He has a club, club. no. Throw? All right, I need a club. I could throw it. But... Do you want to try, or do you want to try to get the horse to charge? Roll a personality Ooh. check. Roll a, roll your personality or less on a D20. Animal trainer wanna help? No. Oh my god, I'm it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he he yanks the reins out of your hands, right? He's like, yeah! And the horse is like, what is happening? He's going charging through the water, you know, and the waves are going out behind him. Alright. How far is he getting? I'm not gonna let you attack, but you're up there, yeah. You're definitely up there. Luke! Great. Um, 
Johan von Generico jumps forth uh, with this incredible 35 feet of movement and will strike. Ah, okay. Like it? Okay. Uh, He's got a plus one. That's a 19. Hits. Great. Okay. 1d8 plus one. That is three points of damage. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm talking about dice. You should also be rolling a 19. Uh, oh, oh, he's talking to his dice. He's lecturing his dice. Me? That 19 was the best roll so far tonight. You gotta roll a 19. Okay, he's gonna have to make a strength check to get that far. He's right. in three feet of water. Cool. Uh, he's got a plus one. That is a 18. Oh, he makes it easy. Okay. And his attack is at a plus one, 1d4 plus one. Okay, that's a four. So that's, that's a, a miss. miss. All right. My turn. Uh, this one attacks. Wait, hold on. I forgot uh, this guy. Okay. Right. Gonna attack. He's gonna attack with the magic sword. He's gonna have to make a strength check to get that far. Okay. Why don't you just attack? That That's another... uh, 12? 12 plenty. Yeah. Okay, great. He's gonna attack with the sword. Okay, that's a miss. That is a miss. All right. So this one attacks one hit point Astrid. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Uh, 12. Oh, that hits her. Uh, yeah. She's dead. Maybe yeah. he's scared of the, the pony, dog-faced pony soldier that's coming up. Oh, poor Astrid. Keep the character sheet in case you decide to loot her or something. Oh, I'm for sure gonna loot her. Right. <laughs> like, like, so much so that as she's falling dead, Algernon grabs her collar. Wow. Okay, uh, this guy's gonna... Who's this? Johan. Attacks Johan. That's a miss. miss. This one attacks him. Please. 13? That's a miss. 13 is a miss. I have a 16 oh, yeah, AC. That's right. Okay. This one is going to stumble forward, but because it's a zombie and because it's in deep water, it doesn't get to attack. Oh, thank you. Uh, this one lurches forward. Uh-oh. Yeah, you got your characters We're up front, deep buddy. Water, guys. Uh, yes, Michael, you're up. <laughs> Burner. Ah! <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> High. High number. High number. Fifteen hits. It only has one hit point, right? Yeah, so it's okay. dead. Three. There you go. All right, so that one goes down. What do your other characters do? Roll with damage, damage. Do attacks opportunity exist? Um, yes, kind of. They're not as strict as in 5th edition. All right. Basically, if somebody just attacked you, they will get a parting shot on you. Okay. Right? But, you know, if they're trying to fight two people, they, can't, they don't get attacks on both of them. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to make strength checks to get that far. All right. Thank you. DC 11. I need help. Um, so he rolls an 11. Okay, he made it. Let me let me rephrase that. They can get that far. They have to make a strength check to also get to attack. He rolls a 15. Yeah. Okay, all right. So they both get to attack. So he attacks. They're he pushing was... through the water. You know how when you're at the beach and you're trying to like get into the water real fast? Yeah, and you're doing like that awkward run. Ooh. That's a three on the dice. That's a miss. Mm -hmm. and he's going to use a dagger. They only have a nine armor class, guys. Just letting you know. Uh, six. Okay, so that's two misses. And Jason. They can't make it to anything. Okay. I mean, a dwarf can barely breathe in here. And... Uh-huh. Okay. All right, Carl. Get up there, but they can't um, okay, so I'm going to try and move the horse to this one. Uh, over here? one with two, yeah. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. And I'm going to attack with my club. Uh-huh. Or the maze. Yeah, but then it'd be decent. Okay. Well, I could try. I mean, I'll try it with a maze. Uh, they have a nine armor class. I don't hit because I. You, strength you don't have a strength bonus? Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Irene is just going to move forward a little bit, but she's just going to reload her bow. Okay. For crossbow. All right, Luke. Great. Uh, Milton's going to attack with his club. Uh, that is a miss. Okay. 
Johan is going to do the same with his longsword. Not crit. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So here you go. Uh -huh. And then um, he's going to attack with his magic, with his magic sword. Okay. Uh, that's a seven plus four, so that's a hit, and that's, that's a kill. Uh, he has a plus three, so he's automatically dead. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice. If I roll one, he's dead. Nice. Okay. Uh, my go. Um, like this guy's attacking you. Eleven. Okay. I did yeah. fun points. All right. All right. Yep. I got this guy. He's gonna attack her. Who's this? Johan. Eighteen. That's Goodbye, Johan. Johan's dead. Johan goes down. <laughs> no. Johan von Generico, we barely knew thee. Oh, Johan. Okay. Oh, you were my uh, uh, Michael, you're up. Hey, he's gonna come to appear? Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's good. No fine. strength check. What? Good. No strength check. No, no strength check. Yeah. Uh, eight yeah. Come on, he's got two hit points left, Sully. Eight. Oh my gosh, he goes down. Okay, there's one left. He's gonna try to punch him. Right. Punch him in the face. Uh, natural twenty. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's get the crit table out. Dice How many hit? Work. He has three hit points. See if you kill him outright. Uh, what's a punch? Oh, a punch is just one plus your strength bonus. So that's going to be two. Okay. So he's down to one hit point. Let's see what you roll. Roll a d8 on the crit table. Five. That's so funny. <laughs> Solid strike to the torso. Inflict an additional d6 of damage with this strike. Okay. Two. Like Why are you punching? You don't have any weapon? He gets a plus one on his punches. He's oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's his luck. No, you, you grab a character. Oh, <laughs> I, I killed him anyway. You're like, he's dead. I don't like that. Die when you roll two attack? Or is that on damage? Oh, it's a plus two. It is for attack. Do you want the black grimoire? That's all that's going Armed attack rolls. Unarmed attack rolls. Okay. Did you take down what he had? Yes. Oh. I took everything except the black grimoire that... um. What's his name started with? Uh, so Rudolf van Richten. What is that anyway? A grimoire is, is a spell book or a book of arcane oh, yeah, knowledge. Van Richten came into Ravenloft with a black grimoire, also yeah, known as Van Richten's Van Richten's journal, which appears in here. You keeping it? Yes. Yes. One of your characters keeps it. I, I won't read out the whole thing like I did. It's. Quite a bit longer. Oh, okay. Oh, it's super long. Yes. Yeah, he has much that. better handwriting. He's yeah. Much you should give it to Albert to read it. All his eyes are darted with a heart. Yeah, he dots his eyes. Elven Sage. Sure. Uh, I need oh, you're going to let your Elven Sage look at it? Yes. Not, not a, oh, is he going to carry it? Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. You have the Black Grimoire. I just wanted to know so Luke could cross it off and you could mark, can mark it down. So, I assume your character bare knuckle boxed this guy's heart out of his chest. Yes. Like straight through. He did the whole Indiana Jones Temple Doom. Yes. See, I think he just went straight through his out the back. Just like, just stuck on his arm with a surprised look on his face. Yes, of course. But of course he is. Kali Ma. All right. I assume you guys climb up to the observatory, the we balcony. We're to do our best to do so. Yeah. Two yes. large wooden thrones rest on the balcony. Behind the throne hangs a red curtain, thirty feet long. The ceiling here is ten feet high. You push through the curtain. I assume there was nothing in the room itself, other than the. Well, I mean, it's got three feet deep water, so it, it'd be kind of hard to ch to search the whole room. 
Are you guys going to take the time to... No. I th I'm gonna say I mean, I'm that... just saying that there wasn't anything like obvious, like a glowing sword or. Anything. No, 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 no. It's just a bunch of torture implements sticking up out of the water. I'm gonna say that the only thing that uh, Algernon was able to take from Astrid was the, the pitchfork. The pitchfork? Yeah, because okay. the money was too heavy for him to pull her up, and if he got down there, he would drown. <laughs> so he just he just dropped her and took the pitchfork. Okay, so like. Has he become the sole possessed? Oh, the horse! How are you guys going to get the horse up it's on the mine. balcony? But how are you going to get it up on the balcony? Oh, we don't. We can't. There's no way we can't. It's mine now. It's a pony. We would tie a rope <laughs> around the pony, and then we would carefully pull it up. So, okay. okay. Yeah, you guys pull it up. All right. <laughs> now, we can do this. You have to yeah, slap yeah, yeah, down yeah, the yeah. ropes. You pull it. I saw this happen before. Yeah, yeah, that we got enough that right here. They are mean with big muscles. Yeah, we cannot do this. Back home in hometown of Moscow, I saw this happen with horses. Does anybody want to? Yeah, this is just a pony. Well, well no. you can do this with a pony. Who could not do this with a pony? All right, you come into this next room. There's a brazier in the middle of the room. It's all burnt out. I haven't got the money. Oh, okay. Thank you. Actually, you go through the curtain. There's a wall back there with the door. You open the door. You go in the next room. Yeah. It's 30 by 30. It's got a brazier in the middle, and it's got two alcoves on the left and right-hand walls uh, that have, like, these mounted knights, like they're getting ready to charge each other. And there's all these cool um, frescoes and stuff in the room. There are three doors on the far wall. You pop them all open and look, and they each have a staircase going up. The, the frescoes are mounted knights, or they're actually, like... There are actual statues of mounted knights in each of the Bye. alcoves. Thank you. Like knights that are, you know, we step on a plate and they start slashing us or charging yeah, us. Yeah, but we're, we're skipping this room. I mean, we can't do every room in the castle. We're trying to do a fun Okay. Oh, did you guys all mark an experience point for that fight? No, just no. did. Okay. So now you're one XP away from leveling up, right? Wonderful. Do okay, so there are three staircases. Yes. One goes up just about 20 feet and turns right as a hallway. Okay. That's the middle one. One on the left goes way up into darkness. The one on the right is a spiral staircase going up. So you have one that goes a little way up, you have a spiral staircase, and you have one that just goes as far as you can see. They're all about the same size. Which one do you want? I say the little. The short staircase, the one that goes to the yeah. right? All right. Okay, you guys go up, you turn right. You're in K80. Door creaks up and reveals a stone staircase between rough masonry walls. There's little dust on the steps, but light fog tumbles down the steps from above. You guys go, 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 go. Okay, give me your marching order going this way as you guys go down the resultant's hallway. Who's, I'll, I'll go first. I don't want to be, I don't want to, in the I want to be in the back middle, please. Back I don't care where you put me. Uh, and then put, I would just put him close to Arena. All right, so who's that in front? Burner. Roll a reflex saving throw. Burner by Arena? No, I want him. Yeah. I want my guy. Algernon by Arena. You do want to be by the pony? So it's basically an agility save. I rolled no, a 15. All right, so halfway down the hallway, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a narrow, um, low hallway, like it's kind of a back hallway between you know servants' hallway kind of situation. Yes. You're about forty feet down. This trap door opens. Yes. But at the last second, you pull your foot back, right? Yes. And you look, and it's like a slide. It's a ramp. Yes. It goes down to the right. Right. And you look down there, and it's going to dump you back into the. The water area? Where the werewolf was. Yes. In his room? Uh, you can't tell that from here, but it's definitely going down to one of those cells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arena goes, who made 
this castle. And from the bottom, you hear like growling. Shut up! <laughs> the the trapdoor uh, closes again. You guys jump over it. Yes. Okay, you guys go down and you come to room K eighty four. Woo woo! Yes. K eighty four. I mean, can't okay. Be. I'm gonna read this and then I'm gonna actually describe what it is. Okay. Uh, buried deep beneath the keep of Ravenloft lie ancient catacombs with arched ceilings supported by wide, hollow columns that double as crypts. Cobwebs hang, hang limp in the musty air. A thick fog clings to the floor, which is covered with putrid waste. The black ceiling is moving. Okay. So the problem is, when everybody gets this part, you have to actually describe this room, okay? It's not that high, but it's really big. It goes way beyond your torchlight. But it's laid out, like it's laid out like a grid, mm -hmm. okay? And every 10 feet, you have basically a mausoleum that goes from floor to ceiling, okay. right? So there are like rows this way and rows this way and just dozens and dozens and dozens of these crypt things, Yes. right? So it's like a big kind of library, Harry Potter chamber of secrets, like, you know, you can, you can step... Yeah, you can step where you can look way down and you see all the hallways that go this way. Yeah, yeah. And then if you, you see all the hallways that go this way. Yeah. So it's this, it's this enormous room with all these crypts. Yes. And you have come in, interestingly enough, in the upper left-hand corner. So, yeah. So the way you guys came in, you can kind of see how all these crypts are laid out. But then, like, the left-hand wall from where you're standing is more or less solid. Right? It's like the edge oh. of this. Mm -hmm. Right? Except halfway down, you see a doorway that goes this way down to the left. So the left-hand door, is it just the left-hand wall? Like if this is the left, yeah. If that's the left-hand wall, there's so there's the all these crypts over here. Right. This is a solid wall except for one break where there's a barred passageway. Right. What do you guys do? Are there names... There are there bodies in these? Okay, so you go to the first crypt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're individually numbered. The numbers. In the, well, I mean, in the adventure. Oh. Roll initiative. <laughs> yeah, this one says, Artista de Slop, court ceiling painter. The dome ceiling of this crypt is painted with the image of imps holding bouquets of colorful flowers. A skeleton draped in rag lies atop a marble slab at the center of the crypt. A wooden box is tucked under one bony hand. So some of the crypts have doors. Some yeah. are open. Yeah. All of them have like a name. Mm -hmm. This one is open and I just described to you what's in it. It's open? Yes. Oh, that's always a good You look thing. in, there's a dome ceiling, an image of imps holding a bouquet of beautiful flowers. A skeleton draped in rag lies atop a marble slab at the center of the crypt. A wooden box is tucked under one bony hand. I think we should head down towards that gate to see where it goes. You say... Well, yeah, but this is assuming this is will be the, where the protection is. Absolutely, but I don't think the painter of the ceiling is the. No, I we agree. We can see this. the names on all of these, though, right? Yes. I agree with that. Okay, so let me understand this. Inside the thing, there's a dome ceiling. Mm -hmm. It has whatever fresco on there. There is a skeletal figure that is lying down or standing up. Lying down on a marble slab. And it has something in one of its bony hands. Its hand is laying on top of a box. Okay, its hand is laying on top of a box. Yes. So like there I... are... There are 40 numbered crypts in this area. 
Okay. I assume you guys don't want... There may be only don't. one person in our party who really wants to see what's in that box. Well, I'm asking, is the box, or is it like a small box? Or are we talking it's a like... small box. Okay. Because if it's not human size... You go inside. The box is unlocked. It contains seven wood-handled paintbrushes and seven small gourds of dried-up paint. Okay, now what do you guys do? Yeah, okay, I'm, uh, there we go, that paint, that, that door. I feel like I should just start works. painting a fresco now. It's dried up. I've got water. I can make it undry. Calm down. Uh, yeah, I think we just keep going to the door and see what's... Okay, you guys go down to that door. Just to see what's... I don't want to look. I don't want to open it. You go in. You fight a monster. <laughs> and Portcullis is closed in the archway to this tomb. White marble steps descend into a tomb that has a vaulted ceiling 30 feet overhead. A stillness, a calm amidst the storm, is felt here. In the center of the tomb, a white marble slab supports an intricately inlaid coffin. That we can see from here. Chiseled onto the slab is the name Sergei von Zarovich. Did we look into where we had to be? To the north, behind the coffin, are three alcoves. A beautifully carved statue stands in each alcove, a stunning young man flanked by two angels, looking as polished and new as the day each was placed here. An iron lever protrudes from the south wall west of the tomb's entrance. Okay, so there's a portcullis. Yes. There's stairs going down. There's a beautiful marble tomb. There's three statues on the far wall. Yes. And there's a lever that protrudes... Like once you get down the steps, there's a, lever. there's a lever down there. You can't reach it from this side of the portcullis. Gotcha. What do you do? Try to raise the portcullis. Who does that? Ferner will try it. All right. Who's helping him? I'll help them. How many people can? Uh, probably about three people can muscle together at it. Okay, then have every. I'll help him too. I'll help him with both my characters. Versus okay, so three people guy. can help, and then one person do it. Three people total can can try to lift the gate. Okay, so me and uh, Luke will try and do the help, and I didn't. Okay. Except for strength. What, what's the strength of your character that's helping? I have a plus two. A 17. What is this? A 17? 15. Oh, the strength, it would have been like a 15. 15? He's got a 15. A 14. Okay, you guys lift the gate. Okay. Ching, 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 ching. The rest of the characters notice the, um, the lifting of the gate, that noise. Now you realize the movement on the ceiling is bats. There is a lot of bats on the ceiling of this room. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the noise definitely aggravates them. Okay. Like they start stirring around. You sure. hear them, you know, and some of them come down and fly around and some others chase them. But after a second, they calm back down. You guys go down the steps in this marching order? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're in K85. Uh, is it a coffin that has Sergey's name on it? Or Yes. It is an intricately inlaid coffin. Um, so this is okay, so there's a marble slab. Yes. It has the name. Yes. There's a big black coffin, all fancy. Okay, there's three statues. What's the statue? The statue of the god? Can you describe him? Uh, no. He's a good-looking guy. Probably the brother. He's very well dressed. He's a good-looking guy. Sergey was the one he killed. That was Alco. Yeah, there's three alcoves, so there's these angels, and they're both kind of, you know, looking at the central character, and the central character is just this dude. So the question is, is his sword, which Strahd hates, going to be in this tomb? I think it is now. Let's be careful Uh, and pop open that coffin. No. Sergei's flesh has been magically preserved, and at first glance, it looks like he is simply sleeping in the casket. He is wearing 
some really nice looking armor. Ooh. Like shining plate mail armor. The helmet is like like he's holding it in his hand, you know? So there's a, it, it, it matches the statue. It's a guy who looks like the statue. Okay. He looks like he's just sleeping. Yes. Like you touch him and he's definitely dead. Okay. Hey, can you hear me? Does he have a sword? He does not have a sword. And does he, he have a sheet? My old chain mail? He does not have a scabbard. Okay. I'm going to try to take that chain mail. I mean, that well, plate mail. armor. It's oh probably cursed. Everybody has to agree before we start running off doing stuff half-cocked, okay? I, okay, I'm going to say this. I don't think a person of lawful, potentially neutral alignment would want to disturb the dead in this place. That's not what we're here for. That's that's what I'm going to say there. Hmm. I don't think... Werner would not want you to take that armor. What? Okay, so... With Albert that, would not want you to take that with armor. With that that's being fair. said, <clears throat> Algernon looks at it with yeah. his mouth watering a little bit. I'm yeah, not wait, saying wait, no to your wait. character. Algernon looks at it, his mouth watering... Irina grabs him by the collar and just holds him up. <laughs> I agree. My characters wouldn't take his armor. As much as I want to, oh, they I, wouldn't. I'm not saying that my characters wouldn't want to either. Yeah. I just don't think we should just I, I, I agree. My characters she goes, absolutely not. Would. <laughs> I mean, this okay. is the good brother here. Who pulls the lever? The what lever? The lever yeah, that was halfway down the steps. Oh. Close the, uh, close the dead. Okay, you close the casket with Sergei inside. Does the statue have a, a weapon? Uh, no. Okay. He's like dressed in a fine doublet and he's not carrying a weapon in the statue either. Is there anything other than his name, any writing or marks or runes or tomes or book, a book, a scroll, anything? Mm -hmm. Nope. Alright. Um, there's no other exit, just that lever. That, that is correct. The steps you came in are the only way out. Let's pull the lever then, I suppose. Yeah, the gate at the top closes. Who, who pulls the lever back up? Sure. Yeah, the gate opens back up. Okay, that's bizarre. Why yeah, would there be a lever on the inside? On the inside, unless, well, unless you, okay, oh no. Well, Michael knows that historically there were situations where people were buried but weren't really dead. So you would offer them a way to, to get out if they weren't really dead. Well, they the could, other thing is is that you have a guy who can turn into smoke. Yeah. So he'd be the only one that would be able to enter. Well, why would he want to come see his dead brother who he hates? Well, that's probably why it's pristine and nothing's in here. Well, now, you know from the Tome of Strahd that he murdered his brother. Yes. And then the guards attacked him and he turned into a vampire. Yes. So the only way Sergei's body could have ended up down here is if he, is if Strahd did brought him here. Right. Right? So Strahd's the one so who buried him. he regrets him. what yeah. he did. Well, exactly. he might. I mean, because it didn't get him what he wanted in the end. So maybe he regrets it now. Maybe. It's possible. I don't know. Or do we need to take the armor as part of the ruse of her being... No, well, I mean, only if you want whoever's wearing the armor to be murdered first. I don't think that someone else wearing his brother's armor is going to fool him. Okay, so no, I, the armor could be protection. Yes. Oh, that, oh. that's true. That's true. Oh, protection. Ooh, yeah, you're right. I mean, you assume if this is magic armor. It says the Empress Darkness was you know, born from true. the light. It's not his mom. Seek this where the light lies dead. This is the you protection. Know what? I would like to say this is a light, wait, and it maybe is dead. we had it wrong. Maybe, yeah, maybe his brother was his light. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, That's possible. It's oh, oh, I got it, I got it. It's because the darkness was his curse was sealed by Sergei's death. That's why the darkness was born from light, 
And this is the protection that we've been blessed to slay Strahd with. We've got to take the armor, man. That was pretty convincing. I think we should have a party <laughs> vote good. instead of like people trying to overrule each other. All right, fine. So Luke is voting for taking the armor. No. Carl's voting against. Just give your votes and let's go move on. I don't have a vote. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm torn. I, 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 I say no. Okay. If we have to come back, we might know how to get it. Okay. Abramovich is overruled. Do you guys leave this room? All right. Yeah. Yes. Leave, the, leave the thing over. Okay. Yeah. So now you go back up. Yes. Right? Yes. So now you're looking down one of the hallways between all these crypts. You see where the wall keeps going and turns right. Yeah, yeah. Right? So are you going to stick to the wall or are you going to go through the middle? I stick to the wall. Stick to the wall. Yeah, you guys stick to the wall. So you go down, and it turns left, and you go down, and, it, and you come to a much larger, in the middle of the east wall, there's another set of stairs going down. Yes. But they're hella bigger. That's K87. K87. It's K87. Rock Station. Wide steps descend to a landing flanked by two alcoves. Within each alcove... Taking up the 30-foot height to the ceiling is a bronze statue of a warrior holding a spear. A soft blue curtain of light flows between the two alcoves. Dimly visible on the other side of the curtain of light are more descending stairs. A curtain of light? Yes. So the stairs go down. These big, there's no portcullis. There's these big, wide set of steps that go down to a landing. The landing is flanked by these 30-foot tall statues, and there's this curtain of light between them. And there's only one statue, and it's a statue of a warrior with a spear. There are two statues, one in each alcove. And both of them were warriors with spears. Yes. Bronze statue of a warrior holding a spear, 30-foot tall. Soft blue curtain of light. So just the statues is all this down there? Then the stairways keep going, and, and it goes down. But you can't see what's down there through the curtain of light. Just dimly visible, you can see a chamber beyond. Yeah, we need, I think we need to go check it out. I agree. I mean, we, I agree. <sighs> okay, so send the sheep us. first. <laughs> <laughs> you push the sheep down the steps? Push yeah. the sheep yeah. into the light and see what happens. Raise the portcullis. There is no portcullis. Oh, oh. It goes through the light and it's like immediately set on fire. And... Do you guys really push the, the sheep through the curtain of light? Oh, yeah, we do. Yes. <laughs> it vanishes. And then you hear, and you all turn around it's back at the top of the steps. Huh? Well, that's... Uh... Yeah, Verna's going to walk through it. What alignment is Werner? Neutral. Oh. He's neutral? Yes. Boom. He vanishes and Irene reappears at the top walk. of the steps. Irene is what alignment walk. is Irina? Waffle. She comes right through, no problem. No teleport, no oh. problem. I was going to follow her. What alignment is Waffle? He steps right through, no teleport, no problem. Ivanov can't go. going to try. What alignment is Ivanov? Neutral. Boom. He vanishes and reappears at the top of the steps. Oh, Algernon is not this even is I'm not, I'm not right. testing what happens when a chaotic hair is Exactly. Right. Algernon is not Ivanov must go down there as well. <laughs> so. Whoever wants is lawful. No. So I all think, the lawful characters end up at the bottom yeah, of the steps. I think Arena yes. would just turn around and be like, Algernon, <coughs> stay there. <laughs> Don't right? go. This tomb rests in hushed silence. Tall stained glass windows dominate the eastern wall, allowing dim light to fall on two coffins resting atop white marble slabs. The one against the north wall is marked King Barov Vonzarovich, and the one against the south wall is marked Queen Renovia Van Rayoen. The vaulted ceiling 30 feet overhead is inlaid with beautiful gold mosaic. Yes. Okay, so atop the queen's coffin... 
you guys see a golden holy symbol resting atop her coffin. It looks exactly like this. But gold. do we know who that is of? It's a silver holy symbol. Okay. On a gold chain. On a gold chain. Um, who would know that kind of thing? Albert and Mike, he's a sage, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Roll D20. Uh, eight. Mm, looks familiar, sure. Seven. Wait, what's his what's his profession? Uh, he's an orphan. He might like hold up holy symbols and try and bribe people. Yeah. You could roll a d10, but a d10? unless, unless right, you got right. a big bonus to your intelligence, it's not gonna. Uh, I got a plus one, five. Okay, Yay. none of you recognize it right off. Okay. Um, it looks like an archaic, maybe ancient kind of holy symbol. Sure. But it definitely gives off a feeling of goodness uh. or law. One might say. I think Arena might. So do you guys fight to the death for it? I think Arena might. <laughs> no, I wouldn't let her take it if she wants it. <laughs> All right. I think Arena. So Irina picks the. up the holy symbol. I would. Yeah, I would. Okay. So. I don't uh, believe that this would be stealing of the debt from the dead. You need holy symbol in, in with her. Well, I kind of feel like she would have been like looked at it and then felt like a trance sort of thing and just walked to it involuntarily and then. Can we we have, I think the one that's going to be the cleric. The I feel like if we want to ignore the armor, that's fine. Is but he down there? this is yes, this has to be the protection that they're talking about in in the tarot cards. I agree. Okay. What were you saying so quietly? No, I was saying that the dwarf who will clearly become the cleric should probably have the holy symbol. The dwarf pirate. Is he lawful? Yes. Okay. The dwarf pirate. Yes. The what? dwarf pirate. What's He's his What's his profession? Accent. What's his profession? He's an apothecary. Oh, the dwarf. He's he, he has survived Jason's uh, playing this oh, entire adventure. I have kind of kept him in the back. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. just saying. You. I was like, hey, look at these two new characters. You get up front. Yeah, he yeah, survived yeah, long yeah. because of the same reason why Irina survived. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. So, so does Irina take it for now, or does the dwarf take it for now? Irina, I feel like Irina would take it. The dwarf kills her. No. <laughs> okay. All right, so you guys pick up the holy symbol of Ravenkind, and you get achievement unlocked. Holy symbol of Ravenkind, and you get an experience point. So, we're going to stop the recording, pick one of your characters to level up to first level for the coming Slaughter Fest. You've been listening to Mighty Deeds, a production of the Murfreesboro Murder Hobo Old School Gaming Association. We're playing Dungeon Crawl Classics from Goodman Games, with additional rules from Tales from the Fallen Empire by James Capio and Transylvanian Adventures from Scott Mathis. Our current campaign is set in Fritz Lieber's World of Nawak. Tonight's adventure is inspired by the original Ravenloft module, written by Tracy and Laura Hickman and published by TSR Hobbies in 1983. Additional inspiration comes from Doom of the Savage Kings by Harley Stroh and Curse of Strahd by Wizards of the Coast. Original music for Mighty Deeds is provided by yours truly and by Joey Hodge. Check out more of his music at joeyhodge.com. If you like what you're hearing, please spread the word about the podcast on social media and rate and review us on iTunes. And join us next time for more Mighty Deeds.
We fight the pony. <laughs> Brain it. <laughs> what is it? So we're all leveled up. Yay! Yeah. Oh, to level up, we need to kill the horse. <laughs> kill the nice. Horse. Kill the horse and the sheep. <laughs> nice. They are sacrificed to our strength. That's a nice crap right there. Counts, right? 